How's it going, everybody? And welcome to episode 37 of The Stevia Show. A talk show podcast that covers pop culture, world news, local artistry, and everything in between. Uh, nothing's changed since last week. So this is Steven. And this is Lydia. And with us today, we have someone very special. Uh, last week, we had the sad boys, uh, Mike and Blake, our unpaid yep. intern. But we actually have our paid employee. And what does he do for us, Lydia? Oh, we have Alan Murtha here. He's our lead designer and executive producer. Hello, Alan. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, no problem. Of course, so, anytime. Uh, so Alan normally runs our business meetings, does our day-to-day. Uh, yes. He really, he says he does all of this, but I think as executive producer, he just wants the title. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, I'm very, I'm very hands-on. <laughs> Please let the public know. I'm very hands-on completely. Oh, you, very. Guys, you, you know me very well because I'm here all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes, true. <laughs> yes. Uh, so uh, we do want to thank Alan, of course, for everything he's done for the show, including the uh, fabulous uh, 1990s-esque logo he made for us, our yes, primary logo. for sure. Um, yeah, so Alan's cool. I've known him since 2008 or nine. So he's one of like three people I keep in contact with from high school. High school. So that's neat. So Well, that's yeah. a lot of years. That's like 11 years a very long time. It is. It's almost too long of a time for you people know to know You know they say if you're friends with somebody more than like at the seven year mark, you're going to be friends forever. That's super, super cute. Oh, Isn't like, that cute? Did we yeah. take those vowels already? Yeah, yeah. you did. Cool. I mean, you did All it without right. even knowing. Wow. <laughs> Sounds great. Okay. So uh, welcome aboard, Alan. And um, as we all know, uh, last week we talked with uh, Mike and Blake about tour stories and yep. how Mike doesn't shower whenever he yeah, goes on tour. Yeah, and they sleep in the car. Yeah, that's... Yeah, but when the clock strikes, they get hotels. Yeah. So I think that's the way to go. Because they bring their girlfriends, right? Was that the thing? Uh, I think normally they said they don't bring their girlfriends. Oh, they don't bring their girlfriends, right? Oh, well. Yeah. Do you shower, Alan? Uh, Yeah, even on the road, I shower. Oh, good. Yes, Alan. Team Alan. I have not slept in a lot of cars. Oh, good. So maybe that would be the deciding factor. (laughs) Maybe that happens once and that just changes your life. Yeah, maybe maybe so, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I just want to see how that'd be good for your back, honestly. Or any part of your body. Touche. Touche. Uh, so for media, you saw Toy Story 4. I saw 4. Toy 4, guys. And was it just a continual exploit of our emotions or like how yeah. how was it? Oh, it was so good. Alan, did you watch it yet? I have not, but I've seen the, all the previous ones. Okay, good. So you're on board with the Toy Story franchise. You know, I never thought I would see like, you know, need a fourth one, but yeah. I've been hearing good things about it. So yeah. I'm down to see it. Yeah, I think I gave it a 9 out of 10. Um, and I think I am... DB has it at like an 8.7 out of 10. So it was about the same. Now, how would you stack it though to previous Toy Story? So I think that this one, it made me cry just like all the other ones. I think this one's better than the second one, which I think the second one is the low totem pole mm-hmm. one I think anyways. that's like the universal least favorite Toy Story. So the way I would rank it is Toy 1, Oh, Toy 4, Toy 3, Toy 2. Wow. Really? See, I think Toy Story 3 is the best one. Well, you haven't seen the fourth one yet. But I think it's better than the first one. Oh. Yeah, I think it's oh, the best is, one. Oh. It's so good, though. I, I, I mean, mean, it's really good. I mean, part of me wishes that they would have ended it at 3 because it really was a perfect ending, or I guess so we thought. So yeah, we yeah, thought. So we thought. Um, so... Uh, in your honest opinion, would you say it was like... So it wasn't just a rip-off. They weren't just continuing no. this. No, okay. it was like... They continued it and they ended it. So it was like, I mean, I could see where they could branch off with other toys maybe. Of course. Okay. But I don't think they will. And Tom Hanks and Tim Allen both said that they weren't, like this was their last one. 
And yeah. so I, I believe Tom Hanks after 20 years <laughs> yeah, of doing this. Yeah, but until this, Disney like, comes at you with a check worth millions of dollars. Well, didn't Pixar say they're doing like, they're trying to do less sequels? Like yeah. After oh, this. okay. Yeah, after Toy 4, they're trying to do, they keep it at one or two. Okay. So hmm. we'll see. We'll see. But, but it made me cry. It made me laugh. It made me feel like a kid. It was fun. How was uh, Keanu? He did a good job. Right. He's in it for... Wait, who's in like, this? Like a... The whole movie is an hour and 40 minutes. So it's, it's a very short movie oh, compared to... Really? Yeah, mm, compared to okay. the movies we normally watch nowadays. So he's probably in it only 30 minutes of the movie. And who are we talking about? Keanu Reeves. He plays Duke Kaboom. Duke Kaboom. Okay. And it's pretty funny. So what I want to know is, I know the internet has like loved Keanu Reeves for the past five years. Does anybody know why? I mean, I'm sure he's- the best. I'm sure he's great. It's like 90% John Wick, I think. I think, okay. but he played in, he's played in a few dramas that he's done really well in too. The- like the one where he's invisible. Have you seen that guy? It's like, it's like a love story and it's the cabin. Uh- the Lake House. The Lake House. I've not seen it, though. <laughs> it's pretty good. That's one of my favorite Keanu movies. The only Keanu Reeves movie I've seen, I've seen two. I've seen Bill and Ted's uh, Excellent Adventure. Which is great. And Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, which is which okay. Which is great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, okay. Yeah, and there's I've, a Bill and Ted's 3 coming, this coming out. out. Yeah. Bill no, and Ted no, Face no, the Music. No Matrix. I've never seen The Matrix. You've never s- that doesn't even surprise me. Well, but, but hey, the, the good news me is, at first and then I the good news is mm. for um, for summer movie nights, The Matrix is on the docket for one of the votes. It's on the list. In an upcoming week. What's um, it up against, though? I I don't know. I mean, I guess I could look. Uh, so for those of us who vote on those things, uh, it is going to be the... Um, I, I assume it's the under Matrix. the action. It is under the action genre. It's going to be Baby Driver versus Django Unchained versus The Matrix. Oh, Matrix throwback, you know, compared to the others. Yeah, compared to the others. But the other two are great movies. They're fantastic movies. I've seen all of those movies. I've seen two of the three. So far, every movie that you've had, I've seen. Really? Yeah. Except for Spirited Away. Except for Spirited Away, but it still didn't didn't tickle my fancy. Oh, it was really good. Wow. (laughs) It didn't rustle your jimmies. It didn't rustle (laughs) my jimmies. No, I guess it did rustle your jimmies if you didn't want to see it. Mm, it just didn't tickle my fancy. Okay. Uh, okay. If you're saying Russell, your jimmies is gross, but you're saying tickle my fancies. I don't know. You've never That's, heard tickle my fancy? Uh, yes. I've heard tickle my well, fancies. Well, I never but... had heard Russell. My, had, did you hear Russell, my jimmies before? I, yeah. I don't know this other one. Tickle my fancy. What are you? Wait, really? <laughs> no, Maybe I, That's the no, female Rus- equivalent to rustling my jimmies. <laughs> no, rustling. Just look at me. I'm a cowboy. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So uh, Alan and I, we do speak exclusively in cowboy talk uh, on I'm our ready. text message. Um, and Alan has a cat named Spooky and he's our first lieutenant. Oh, first so, lieutenant, Spooky. She. She. Oh, <laughs> sorry, my bad. Sorry. Oh, but the cool thing about See Spooky. How much respects, yeah, I know. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> <So this sheriff>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the coolest thing about Spooky is that she plays fetch as a cat. Yeah, my cat used to play fetch with Q tips. Uh, but not anymore? Well, yeah, rip. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> no respect for the I dead. No, I, I just, Rip. His name was Tommy Pickles. Oh, he was a good cat. Good. He lived for like 16 years. I, I know some cats grow out of it. That's why I thought. Oh, no. He played okay. till the end. All right. Yeah. My cat's been Do doing you, it does, for, for does, three strong. Does your cat use no. Q-tips? Uh, no. she uh, Plastic springs are her favorite. Oh. She does like plastic springs. She's, I, she's done with a tennis ball before. No way. Uh, yeah. She's like a cat that should have been a dog. Pretty much. That's uh, awesome. But and then like toy mice and stuff like toy that. Toy mice. Oh. I'm trying to find this uh this picture. Yeah, that Alan actually uh he, he did a cute little edit and he put Spooky's uh face with a mustache and a cowboy oh. hat and a little oh, gun. Spooky is cute. She is very cute. And she's very social for a cat too. Also, is that an orange stripe? 
Uh, wait. Like the, up the her through her nose. Uh, yeah, she's like a tortoise color. Oh, uh, I love cat. it. Yeah, Spooky's rad. Spooky. I, I'm on Team Spooky. She uh, looks like she's a Halloween cat, so I I that, like the Spooky. Got her in October. So. I love that. Okay. Love it. Uh, so for the meme of the week, we do have unfortunate news in the Netflix realm, and that is that The Office is leaving in January oh. of 2021. Pissed. So uh, actually, this meme comes to us from uh, Matt Malden, um, a.k.a. Teddy Flood for 2069 in the, oh my <laughs> in the Discord. Um, and the meme says, hey, Netflix, good luck on your $0 a month salary plus benefits, babe. <laughs> so uh, I think it's, I mean, I, I understand that it's not Netflix's fault that um, The Office is being taken off uh but i do wonder how that is going to work with people canceling their netflix subscriptions because i feel like most everybody watches netflix exclusively for the office well my thought too though is they said because nbc is going to do their own streaming and i just don't think that's going to work out nobody's going to buy that yeah that's the like that's the thing. like it'll last like what like a year or two but in 2021 that's still like to get into the streaming game yeah Especially, like i feel like disney is going to be like the last one pretty yeah. much that, like, I think so has too. a chance or i guess apple maybe maybe know, but, but yeah. i still don't think there's enough like like we all use most of us use apple for our phones and stuff like that but i don't think a lot of us use Macs. two-thirds of us today don't use apple as oh, our phone really? for the first time oh <gasps> Oh, because you don't use Apple? Yeah, oh, wow. I'm yeah. impressed, team. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm the odd woman I out here. I, I, we don't have oh. to hide. They're just but, 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 but Lydia usually... But I am saying yeah. that the Apple stuff I don't think will, I don't think will work. Yeah. I haven't heard... I mean, I don't know what big shows they have going on yet. Me but neither. Maybe they'll have that one big one that everyone will then like subscribe to after it's out. Yeah. Good yeah. point. What if they like rewrite season eight of Game of Thrones and then... Everybody jumps on the Apple. Then I would buy the five ninety nine extra. The five ninety nine. Yeah, because what is it? Their new, uh, their new uh, Macintosh Pro. They, uh, it's like the computer is like five thousand dollars, whatever. But like the stand for it is like eight hundred. Like it's yeah, it's like they come, it's come separately. Right. Which is weird. Which is ridiculous. This monitor came with the stand and it's $150 and <laughs> it works just fine. You know, like that's it's perfect. Yeah. That, that, that's how that's how Spooky intended for computers to work. And wow. Why? What? Just just putting words in a cat's mouth. Yes, that's, yeah, that, that, that's what's going she's on. She's going to attack you next time she sees you. Uh, she'll do it anyway. She loves but, Apple products. Uh, yeah, please. she's a big Apple <laughs> fan. Tim Apple, please stop. You're not going to do anything. <laughs> okay, so uh, Lydia, uh, in today's episode, we're going to be doing something kind of, um, I guess we're going to mimic uh, uh, what actually happened. Yes. So what are we doing? Today we are going to have a... Um, it's like a, I guess a mock-up maybe of the democratic debates. Cause as we said last week, mm-hmm. um, the debates were this week and now we're going to go through with Steven and Alan about both nights, the candidates and talk about their different things that they talked about during the debate and kind of, um, near the end, talk about who we think the front runners are and Things cool. like that. Sounds good. Yeah. So um, are you guys ready? I will say that we did we did God's work the past two nights. You guys that did was, God's work. That was four hours. I was so <laughs> impressed. Like I was like, man, we these had guys. A, we had a Discord call the first night, and we yeah, and that was cool. And a lot of the times we actually had like the same reaction to stuff that we'll get into later. Yeah. But yesterday's, I wish I wish we would have done Discord yesterday, but that was because it was pretty. It got pretty epic. Heated. Yeah, got pretty it, it was pretty epic. Yeah, I watched um, highlight videos. I will say, cool. Hey, good for you. So yeah, so, we can get into it. So I know um, some things. I think we have the questions on the screen. I think you have to you have to we click do. that window. I'm gonna go ahead and um, recap the um, the candidates from both nights okay, first, cool. and then we'll get into it. Sound good? 
Yes. So our um, night one candidates were Cory Booker, Julian Castro, Bill de Blasio, John Delaney, Tulsi Gabbard, Jay Inslee, Amy Klo- Klobuchar, Klobuchar, yes, uh, Beto O'Rourke, Tim Ryan, and Elizabeth Warren. Night two, we had Michael Bennett, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., <sighs> Pete Buttigieg, Kristen Gillibrand, Camilla, Kamala, Kamala, Kamala Harris, yeah. Harris, 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 <laughs> John Hickenlooper, Bernie Sanders, Eric Swalwell, Marianne Williamson, and Andrew Yang for a total of 20 candidates, yes. was it? And um, it just announced uh, there is a guy from Pennsylvania who's running for president now. No, uh, yes. he's too late. Yeah, he is too late, but he is running he for president. He needs to be kicked out. There's yeah. already that uh, Montana mayor who's going to be in the next presidential debate yes. who just missed the- Steve uh, Bullock. Yeah, who just yeah. missed the deadline for this set. Dummies. So. And nearly all of these people are qualified for the next debates too. So just a heads up. So it's another two-nighter uh, yeah. in July. In July? Yep, in Detroit, in Detroit, Michigan. So- yeah, I don't really think like Miami really came be into a big factor besides the first night the candidates speaking a lot of Spanish. Yeah, which we'll we'll get into that because there were some of it, it. It was weird. Okay, go okay. ahead, Lydia. Let's so, take it away. Uh, so who do you guys think won night one, and why? I would like to to, uh, to defer to my opponent. Uh, Alan, that's a classic Stephen move right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably the biggest winner uh, of the first night is probably actually uh, uh, Juan Castro. Juan Castro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he really, in my mind, I guess I would give like most improved or like had the best, uh, you know, kind of appearance. He uh, went kind of toe to toe with uh, O'Rourke and uh, mm. stood his ground and seemed like really uh, for a no name, like really put himself on the platform. That's good. Yeah, it, that moment was really good, which I'll I'll talk about that I'll talk about here that in a here talk about that here in a second. But I think in terms of who won the debate, I think Elizabeth Warren won the first night overall. Uh, I think she was the most uh, polished candidate for sure. I really can't think of any gaffes that she had. Did she surprise you? She did because we all know that really awkward campaign announcement video she had. Oh, do you want a beer? I'm gonna get a beer. Let's get a beer. That was just. Yeah, it was horrible. It was like Pokemon Go to the polls. Whenever Hillary Clinton said that, it was it wasn't cool. She seemed like very like intense and like very like enthused. Like she uh, did. She was like ready to be there. Yeah, and, and she gave a shout out to Oklahoma. She says she was born and raised in Oklahoma, so that oh, th- yeah. th- that was good. That made my heart feel good. Uh, but I think um, I think for sure Warren won night one. Um, there, there were a lot of other good candidates, but in terms of if, I were, if you were to say Stephen pick a winner, I'd say Elizabeth Warren won the first night. And Alan, you would say Castro. Yeah, I definitely think that he, I always, I, you know, who had, who gained the most. And, okay. and that's how I think about it, who like won that night or sure. won that debate. And so I, I think that, but Warren also did an excellent job. Awesome. Cool. Uh, which candidate do you think lost night one? Um, I think for sure the big, the overall loser was hands down Beto O'Rourke. I think he he got ripped to shreds by Julian Castro Castro on the uh, issue of immigration. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was talking about how um, there's this rule that Julian Castro kept on um, repeating. I, I don't I, I didn't write it down, but in the current deportation rules, that Beto wouldn't eliminate, which is basically the pathway to citizenship is how Julian made it out. And Beto didn't really have a good defense for it. And especially with him coming from a, uh, coming from a, uh, Latino background, like Julian does, uh, Julian didn't think that was very adequate of him. And I just think that Beto's inexperience kind of showed Mm -hmm. a lot last night, but I think the, the, yeah. Um, so I'd say the overall loser was, was Beto of night one for sure. 
I would also agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he definitely, he had, I feel like when he ran for uh, Senate in Texas, like everyone was behind him. Everyone yes. like really loved that. But now running for president, it just seemed like his campaign was kind of off to a rocky start, even from what you kind of would expect. Right. And then like, he didn't really just show up that first night. You know, he seemed kind of nervous. Everyone's making fun if he didn't know what to do with his hands. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah, he kind of didn't. Was yeah. he just like, he ah, get, He ah, just ah. kept uh, just kind of having them, you know, t- fingertips touching, you know, oh, that kind of fun stuff. Awkward. Yeah. But and that's actually a very good point, Alan. Um, so, um, Alan, whenever he brought up that uh, in Texas, everybody was all on the Beto train, and of course, I was like, it was cool because he was. Yeah, I was a like, big fan. Like that video of him skateboarding in a Whataburger. I was like, this guy needs to be my friend. You yeah, know? like that's right. that's amazing. Uh, but I think it's because whenever you're running against somebody with no personality, like Ted Cruz, yeah, maybe the Zodiac, the Zodiac Killer. Yeah, that might <laughs> that might have had something to do with it, or he was just maybe better suited for Texas because that's where he's been used to running. Like this, better suited for the Senate race than presidency. Right, because he's more used to like the people in Texas and how Texans like it, you know, right. but. And compared to like the other Democrats, he is more of a moderate. And so that works yeah. better in Texas sure. than like it would on a national stage compared to like very progressive. Right. Uh, right. Right. And, 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 and yeah, then that's a, that's another fair point too, because uh, again, in Texas, like he seemed pretty left, but then compared to basically the, the, the rest the, of them. The, other, <laughs> the, the, the other 19, well, most of the 19, he's, in the middle. Kind right. Of, yeah. And another thing that kind of surprised me that I wanted to bring up and get your guys' opinions on is you would have thought that Beto would have come back with a strong immigration plan considering his half of his state borders Mexico. Yeah. And that's, a, and that's, a, that's so was that kind of, that was kind of probably surprising and too, right? The weird right? thing is, is that Beto did campaign rallies at the border, which I thought that was amazing whenever he did that in Texas saying like, hey, we need to stop putting children in cages. We need to stop doing X, Y, and Z. And then whenever... Right. Julian just ripped him a new one. He, he didn't really have any backup to that. He just, he, he looked just defeated. Like, what? I just, I don't think maybe he was quite I, as familiar with like that uh, policy that uh, he was talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I feel like there was like, that was like a crucial issue because there's a couple on that, just like that one policy he kept mentioning. Uh, uh-huh. They went they're like, well, we still need it to, um, to uh, prosecute some of the people across the border. And he was like, no, just get rid of it. We don't, we have other methods. Right. And I just think that Beto was just like not ready to let, let that go. And that just looked really bad. Yeah. 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 All right. So which candidate surprised you the most for the first night? Um, probably Castro. <laughs> yeah. For, for me, it was a hard Castro, Castro too. Yeah. Wow. Because <clears throat> cause like, like I went in knowing that Elizabeth Warren was probably going to be the most like recognizable, the most polished one is because we've heard the most about her. Um, but Julian Castro, he was the uh, housing and urban de- urban development uh, chair under President Obama's cabinet. And we, we don't really hear a lot from cabinet members. This is kind no. of, a, they, they do their own thing. Right. Uh, but he, he did really, really good. Um, I, I can't think of anything that I really uh, fundamentally thought that he did wrong in the debate. Um, so uh, I say Castro was second place at the debate for me. I think for it, sure. it, I, I'm, I'm not saying that he's obviously, I didn't think he was intelligent or anything. I just didn't know a lot about him. And so whenever we heard him on the debate, I thought it was a really good. You were like, whoa, this guy. I was like, wow. Yeah, I, I, I think he'd be a solid VP pick because I don't think he's going to win, but I think he'd be a great VP pick personally. Cool. Yeah, whoever like prepared him for the debate did like very well. Wow. Because like just going into it, yeah, I didn't know much about him either, but uh, you know, like just going in, my feelings of him were like, you know, like a C level, uh, mm-hmm. candidate. But like by the end, I was like, he, I really liked like his, uh, he came out very impassionate over that immigration thing. Uh, and like a, about a, everything he was talking about, he seemed like he was very invested with it. And so just, hmm. 
It is nice to see that. Yeah. And he also gave a shout out to the trans community too during reproductive rights yes, and, and healthcare I, I rights. Yes, I watched that. That was really cool because out of both nights, even like the more left candidates like uh, like Bernie or you know like a few of the other ones, like they they didn't bring that up. So I thought it was cool because mm-hmm. I thought I, I thought Julian was more of a moderate candidate, right. just from him being in the Obama administration because Obama really wasn't that liberal. Um, it, it, it was. It was, it, it was surprising hearing that from him in a, uh, in a good way. Now, I know Alan said C-level candidates. And I, I know he was referring to like the actual like like C-level, like zero elevation. Uh, but he but his I roll. his grading system. I think we need to talk about that because that yeah. is super cool. Let's try. Let's talk about this, Alan. It, tell it, me about tell me about your graph you've got here. The, the idea of it was that uh, Tyler said that he asked me if I would watch the debate and uh, come on and share. And I was like, all right. I no- actually probably normally wouldn't watch uh, four hours of debates. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that it was uh, <laughs> yeah. quite a bit, but uh, it was actually, I feel like I know way more about the candidates yes. than like I probably ever would have otherwise. And I did pre-research before the debates to get my initial thoughts on them. But I mm-hmm. decided every 15 minutes on like a school curve, I would kind of grade candidates on how I personally felt about them. Not yeah. exactly how they were doing to the debate, but how they how I think about them. And so I could kind of just track over the debate what happened, you know, or like uh, an example on here is that Tim Ryan, you know, uh, yeah. I was kind of liking Tim Ryan going into it, the Ohio uh, House. Or, uh, he, he's, a, he's a house. He's yeah, house. yeah, that's yeah, what I was thinking. Uh, and he had a disastrous moment. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, it was bad. That's actually my, uh, for the for the next question, that's, that's my answer for it. Oh, well, yeah. if you want to go into the next question. Or- yeah. <laughs> sure, so the next question is, what was the best moment of the debate and, and the night one? It, it was watching Tulsi Gabbard rip Tim Ryan to shreds because- Tell me more. If anybody were to ask who did 9-11, you would say- Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda. Because they right. did. And then Tulsi Gabbard said that, you know, we're over here fighting the Taliban. They didn't, like, like yeah, they're terrorists, but they're not as big of a national security threat as Al-Qaeda was. And then Tim Ryan was like, well, whenever the Taliban was a big presence, they flew two planes into a building. So, oh, and then Tulsi, no. what Tulsi was like, uh, that was Al-Qaeda. Then you get to see Tim Ryan's eyes just go, like, huge. Tim Ryan had yeah. one other blunder of a quote before that. Oh, uh, what was uh, it? Let's hear and it. I, blunder. I, wrote, I, Ooh, I, 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 I I'd say this. It's, it sounded really bad. Uh, it was during the immigration debate, and he actually had a good position on it, but he, in his Ohio accent or whatever, he was like, the uh, people who uh, died trying to cross the river, and you go, who got killed with his daughter? Like that, Oh, who got killed with his daughter? Who yeah. got killed with his daughter? is, oh, And then I was just like, that's not, you should not. That's like, that, not how you say that. <laughs> no. Like, yeah, but, I thought it was very funny how this Ohioan sounded, but like half the things that came out, I was just like, that's uh, not. Yeah, no. He, he, he was very Rust Belt Midwestern. And not that that's like a bad thing, but just compared to everybody else, you could just tell that he was mostly concerned about Rust Belt. America, right. which they have been forgotten. Like he, he yeah. has a valid point, but yeah, it definitely came out. I just out don't think anyone's going to have someone who's like kind of sound like, or not, doesn't sound like George W. Bush, but has that kind of accent of like the Midwest who yeah, like speaks yeah, yeah. like, you, you mean, know, no gonna, one wants another nuclear, you know, <laughs> nuclear. You, you mean we're going to uh, podcastify the, uh, the uh, ramifications of our society. <laughs> out here. Yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah. so Alan, was that the, the best moment of the debate for you too? Or did you have a separate one? Um, 
I mean, my favorite moment was when Jay Inslee, who uh, is, was my personal favorite going into this, when he got to talk about the climate change platform, which yeah. I think is very, it was the most important. It was uh, amazing uh, position, uh, or in my opinion, uh, or what I think is the most important. And he's the candidate, the only candidate running on it. So I really liked seeing him giving his like. He, they gave him his time. He got to do it. I don't. His smile was so cute. Whenever they brought Aww. up climate change, he was so happy. He was about ready it. for yeah, it. Yeah, he was. I mean, he gives a very impassioned, uh, uh, like you know, platform speech about what he's doing. And I don't think he's going to win the nomination or anything like right. that. But I but think maybe they'll make him their their uh, like head of EPA. Yeah, EPA and, guy. Uh, yeah, and that's kind of what some people are thinking you might do. But really, I think he's really just trying to bring climate change to be more or like higher priority for Democrats yeah, in general. Awareness. And exactly. And so, I mean, I know that's not going to be like anyone else's favorite, but that's just, you know, I was, a a little, I was a little worried about Inslee going into it and I was like, oh, okay, Inslee, you held your ground. I don't yeah. think he did. I don't think he did fantastic last night, right. but, uh, you know. I do I, see that Inslee got a lot of A's on your list The A++ is during the speech. <laughs> that during, I, get, yeah, yeah, I calmed down a little to just yeah. the A+. After yeah, that. He, did, he, he did really good during the environmental speech. I think he had the best environmental response out of all the candidates, like all 20 of them. Uh, but also Alan said that his arm length was very good too. Whenever uh, oh, he, they, they yeah. raised their hand about, uh, <laughs> I think joining the, uh, the Paris agreement yes. or something like that. Inslee was like, he was, he was ready for it. He was like, I'm doing it. <laughs> Let's go. Um, yeah. Um, I actually loved those. Oh, Hey, what's up, Matt? Hi, I'm Matthew. <laughs> Oh, man, you were definitely too loud for that. Oh, no worries. Oh, okay. you brought me a snow cone. You want to come say hi? You want to say hi? Come say hi to the microphone. Okay. Or else nobody's going to believe that you just came in with snow cones. Oh, <laughs> guys, Matt Molden just brought me a snow cone. He's the best. Yeah, so Matt, I love him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you do you want a chair so you can at least sit down? or There's chairs. Okay, uh, there's um, an outlet over here. here. Yeah. Hello, world. <laughs> Hello, world. Yeah, so uh, Matt, Lydia, come say hi to the world. Yeah, Lydia just got a ink shaved ice. So hello. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what flavor did you get? Um, well, if I if Matt knows me, then he would have got me my favorite flavor, which is what Matt. Deadpool. <laughs> nice. <gasps> with cream. Oh, with oh, cream. My gosh. Way to go, Matt. He is the greatest, and your haircut is very nice. Oh, you got a haircut. Looking sharp, dude. Yeah, no problem. All right. Uh, <laughs> All right, back to, <laughs> back to the this. Show. I mean, I mean, snow cones are important because uh, if uh, Jay Inslee doesn't get his way, we're not going to have any ice. We're not going to have any ice to make the, to make the snow cones. That should be his platform, right there. Yeah, that should be his platform, honestly, especially uh, for the southern states. Yeah, but uh, but Jay Inslee had the best environmental. Okay. He's going to go watch TV. Okay, think, stop uh, interrupting. <laughs> I, I think Abby's watching Criminal Minds. Would be my guess. <laughs> you can sit in my chair if you haven't yet. Okay. okay. I think that was probably his plan. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it is a nice chair. Um, Should we just go ahead and say hi to Blake since we're just doing this anyways? We're just being crazy. Hi, Blake. Uh, wait. He's going to be listening to this oh, and yeah, be like, what's hi, happening? Blake. Yeah, what's happening? That was... Hello, Blake. Yeah, we, we couldn't All have right, and that. back to reality. I didn't know who was going to get... That was weird. That was almost like He didn't a, even text me. Wow, that's a surprise. I had, no, I had no idea. Man, that's... But he just barged in here. Yeah, he just... <laughs> So he, sorry, Alan. It's all good. That's I just, Matt. Have you guys met? Uh, I I've seen him. Oh, okay. Uh, before. <laughs> yeah, at, at, like Super Bowl parties and things sorry. like that. <laughs> oh, no worries. Um, but uh, but I think that uh, okay. Back to Inslee. I think that he did the yeah. best job with the environment, and he also has the highest Greenpeace rating out of all the candidates as well. And, and are, explain to our listeners what the Greenpeace rating. Uh, is. Greenpeace is an organization that uh, puts the needs of the environment like 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 that's like their not whole nonprofit thing, mm -hmm. and he has an A minus rating. Oh with wow. Them. Mm -hmm. 
nearly perfect. I mean, nearly perfect. You know, you gotta compare it to the rest of the candidates. That's what you gotta work with. Yes, you know, yeah. I mean, always right. room for improvement. You know, the, always. And you know, I I would never give someone more than an A minus. But you know what? Maybe he gets the EPA job and he does a hell of a job because I mean, anything would be better than what we have now. Then Scott Pruitt. <laughs> um. All right. So, any final words on night one? On night one, um, I. Night one was definitely the weaker card night. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cory Booker's eyes were weird. Uh, I know a lot of people on Reddit made a comments about made comments about that. Um, and then Donald Trump treated, tweeted uh, "boring" all caps during the debate. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. I was wondering what that tweet was about. Was I follow about Donald that. Trump on Twitter because I'm just now I'm interested in all of the things that he likes to tweet about. Yeah, uh, I would say yeah. The first night they definitely had the advantage of. Uh, that they, uh, you know, there was less uh, less high profile candidates, so I For think sure. I think everyone got like way more time, and so I think I think everyone really the first night pretty much walked away like better than they did before. That's yeah. good. And I think for sure Warren used that to her advantage. Like I think she knew that she was like the cream of the crop that night and she she came out swinging that night. Mm-hmm. She was very very good. So do the um, candidates candidates the second night get the same questions? For the most part. Uh, mm-hmm. It was all the same, not the exact same questions. But they were the same issues. Mm-hmm. Like okay. this, just like, okay, like if they're talking about healthcare, like night one got healthcare A question, night two got healthcare B question. But it, as long as you knew it was about healthcare, you could probably prep study it. up and prep it hard. Yeah, I mean, right. they, yeah, I mean, they probably, they should have known most of the policy questions first night anyways. Okay. So there wasn't like, they didn't have like any crazy curveballs besides like, uh, what was the, Greatest global threat in one word. Yeah, most everybody said China. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, they said China. Uh, Inslee yeah. said Trump. That's a good idea. De Blasio. Oh, said Trump. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked De Blasio too. I really did. He. See, he was I, fierce. I, I think I think De Blasio showed very well in the debate, but I just know everyone in New York City hates. Him. Yeah. And so, yeah. I so I, then it's like, oh, it's like, awkward. well, it's like maybe, maybe good us, talk. Oh, and then I we didn't talk about this. Maybe I didn't hear it during the debate, but I guess he had, he said something about having a black son. Oh with, no, yeah, no, he did. Yeah, because his wife is black. Yeah, but yeah, it was just did. a little weird thing they next talking, to like Cory Booker that oh. you're like, <laughs> yeah, you know, or like on the same stage, like he's like, uh, yeah, I am the black son, you yeah. know. <laughs> um, and then, uh, so what I do want to know uh, is that so uh, the moderating was. Not very good. So they so they had five moderators total mm-hmm. because I guess they wanted us to overstack the whole thing with candidates, with moderators. So they had three people in the first one and then Rachel Maddow and the guy with the goatee in the second half. Uh, t- t- Tim, Tim something? Tim Chuck something? Tim, Tim Chuck. Todd. Tim, Tim Chuck. Chuck, yeah. He's probably like, from Iowa. <laughs> he really thought he was funny. Right, but but there was this, <laughs> there was this one guy and when he asked questions, he monologued the entire thing. He was like, Lydia, what do you Think about that snow cone you're eating right now. Oh, so he no, was very. It was more dramatic. Than it was that. more dramatic. It was oh terrible. my god! It was terrible. He was like he was rolling his Spanish R's. Like it must have been his first time. Yeah. He was really excited. It was terrible. It, it, it wasn't good because it was also simulcast on Telemundo, which is uh, for those of us who might not live in America. If you're listening, uh, it's a Spanish language uh, television news network. Right. And um, so for sure. Castro and uh, what's his name? Uh, O'Rourke played that to their advantage. They spoke Spanish a lot. Uh, but then this guy on the moderator, he was he was trying he was way, way too, too hard. hard. Way too hard. Booker way was the other one that spoke Spanish. He did, yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, really? And, the, and, they, and, and someone, I just saw in a comment when I was watching like the live stream, someone said it wasn't bad. 
Oh. Not I don't speak Spanish, uh, so I. So it was good to you. I mean, whichever. a, a random person on the internet told me that, and that somehow I believe you them. believe them. Yeah, I mean, you I mean, can always it. believe everything that's on the internet. I mean, I can't speak Spanish, so if some random person is going to say that Cory Booker had good Spanish, I'm going to believe uh, I'm them. I'm going to believe honestly. them, honestly. Yeah, uh, and then oh, one more thing about Cory Booker. Uh, whenever yes. he, he was talking about, I forgot what uh, he was. Oh, he was talking about. Um, uh, I think healthcare, and he's like healthcare is an education issue, which that was weird because it's not really. Um, yeah, how is but then he also brought up the fact that he used to live in the projects uh, whenever he was a senator, which I think that was amazing when he did that. But he was talking like as if like he was part of like gang involved altercations. So oh. like whenever Al and I were watching, we were like, is Cory Booker just gonna like? Plot a gun Plot and just start. Like, pop, pop, pop. Well, he kept saying that he can hear like gunshots yeah, from his house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but and I, so I'm not sure exactly where he lives or anything like that. Yeah, but like I, where was he? What was he go? Where was he going? I don't with know, that? but it was but just very weird because his eyeballs were going like, in different directions whenever he was talking. I about noticed this. that on the videos that I watched, his eyes were like yeah, very, very intense. intense and large and just like they looked like they were gonna pop out. They they they, 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 they looked like a pug. Yes, like yeah. a pug. Yes, one hundred percent. Weird. Totally weird. Well, great. So that was night one. And so let's go ahead and jump on into night two. So who do you guys think won night two and why? Marianne Williamson. Uh, you know, really, if we're talking <laughs> about Sydney like- was just kidding. The, 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 <laughs> yeah. the meme economy? Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay. I've seen a lot of memes about her in the last day yeah. or two. Yeah, we, I mean, yeah. we, should, we should have invested heavily the night before. <laughs> yeah. We should have we, we, we really should have. We should have invested. Uh, but for real, though, see, this one's tough for me because night two had a lot of the better candidates, I think. I mean, um, uh, for those of you who know me personally, uh, you know who I supported in 2016, uh, that being uh, Bernie Sanders, of course. Um, so it was hard not to pull for him. Yeah. But if I'm being honest, I, I think Kamala Harris won the first debate and the, oh. and the reason why I'll say in the next, in the next few questions, what the best moment was because okay. she did great. Fantastic. I mean, Bernie did great too, but there was one very evident loser that night and I'm very excited that that person didn't uh, do according good. According to Alan's um, debate chart, which is very awesome. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, Bernie Sanders got worse as the night went on. He he kind of he kind of did. I, I don't think he performed very well. I think oh, he, I, wow. I think I think he performed uh, okay. below average. Oh, yeah. right, especially Yikes. for Bernie for for Bernie for standards Bernie. because he's very regardless if you support him or not. He's very passionate. He's consistent, yeah. and I mean he was still consistent about the same things that he t always talks about. But it just it, like what Alan said, it wasn't. It, it didn't seem like regular Bernie. It's, I guess. it's not enough to like not be Hillary, you know, right. or like he has to like a lot of candidates are have platforms or, you know, policies very similar to his. So he really has to stand out on like, you know, being a, uh, you know, why he should be president and right. not just his policy should be enacted. Right. And, and the weird thing, the reason like I don't understand why he has to do that, because a lot of the stuff that Democrats are talking about now, he was talking about 30 plus years ago. Right. And uh, but again, he he is an older man. He's not as relevant as he could be just due mm -hmm. to the age factor. So, yeah, I mean, well, and, and it's hard for people like us to really know about Bernie, like past Bernie, unless you we unless you really research 80s. it. Right. And that's because we weren't around in the eighties. Mentioning that, that's another thing that I think maybe hurt Biden tonight was that he kept talking about like, you know, stuff he's enacted when he was, you know, in Congress. But really it's like I he was like, I passed this and that. And you know, I think I know an okay amount about politics. And yeah. I was just like, 
I don't know what exactly those things stand for. Uh, yeah, right. what is that? Please explain. A lot of yeah. it actually had big backfires, which we'll talk about later. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so I mean, like, like I said, it's it's hard not to say Bernie won. Uh, just you know, being having my bias towards him, but even but even with that, I I think Kamala Harris won the second debate. Uh, yeah, so I differ entirely in that. I think the first night candidates are overall a little, or I, I, I like candidates, some candidates from the first night a lot more than I feel from any tonight, uh, okay. from the wow, second night. Good. But, Even um, though you're wearing your Andrew Yang hat. I am wearing, <laughs> well, yes. Now, I don't think, and I don't think his campaign got any of the money from this bootleg hat that I have. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, you did give me the sticker, which I appreciate. It's a, it's so, a good color. Well, yeah, but, yeah, but look at the design. It's very aesthetic. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's... it's <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I'd also agree that uh, Harris definitely uh, performed the best uh, for night two. She... Uh, Definitely, like I came in kind of a little skeptical on her, Same but here. but she seemed very impassioned with like everything she was, uh, you know, giving out, and uh, she really like held her ground, and she really, I mean, we'll probably go into this later, but she really uh, started the attack on Biden. Yeah, and that oh. that made my heart so happy. Was it so happy? It was great. So yeah, so, so I think yeah, Kamala did the best for sure. What about Eric Swalwell? He also improved on he your did okay. Chart. I mean, for somebody who I didn't think was a real person, whenever I saw his face, right? He, uh, I mean, I, do I support him? Not really, but he has a lot of good ideas, especially yeah. about gun violence and things like that. Like okay. the, he looks like the congressional Kindle. He really he does. does. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. The if congressional you guys Kindle. Listening, will remember when we first we always talked doing, about him looking weird. About him. Yeah. The first time we ever looked up his picture, we were like, this guy is a robot. He is a fake. He's been plastered on. Like He's like Mike Pence. He doesn't look like a real human he's being. He's just like it's there. Def it's definitely like the most like, oh, this is California. Like, it's just like, <laughs> yes. it's like, I'm not sure if he's had plastic surgery, but it looks like but it. But it looks right. like he could have. Yeah. Maybe it's in their jeans now. Like, it's been passed down. Maybe yeah. it's. Yeah. Do you remember what he said about gun violence? He, I'm interested. He was the only one who um, advocated at first for a buyback program for assault weapons. Now, a mandatory. A mandatory buyback. Oh. Now, I know here in Oklahoma that would not fly. Uh, so, I mean, I, I don't want to say one thing Maybe or another. Maybe it would. We need, a lot of people here, like, need money. It wouldn't like it. Yeah, so, right. I mean, I mean to be fair, a lot did offer. Or other candidates said that they would do a, a an assault rifle buyback program, mm -hmm. but uh, he was the only one that was so going to make it mandatory. It was going to uh, happen for sure. Okay, so, well. right. So that was a really interesting position. But like I said, here I know in southern states, like especially big NRA states, like that's something that. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. It's, it's a position I support, but I don't think it's one that you're gonna ever win with. Unfortunately, you're not gonna win with, right. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I swallowed it good. Yeah, he 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 surprised me for being like I said the the, the Ken doll. He the Ken and, doll and also the like he had like what Democrats. was his. Uh, they had one of their one word comment things, and he had like some. Oh oh oh! He talked about the diapers. No, was that what you're talking about? No, no, it okay. was uh, break up with Russia and make up with NATO. That's oh, what that it was. was. <laughs> but no, but he said another one. He's like, I'm a father of two children. One's a two year old and one's an infant. And I change a lot. I do two things. I advocate for California and change a lot of diapers. And, <laughs> and most of the time, the diapers smell better than the Watkins. And I'm like, he, he was definitely going yeah. for the sound bite. He for was. Sure. He was. Uh, so was Buttigieg. Now, I will say that Buttigieg had. I think the best soundbite of the night, whenever we, they're talking about the immigration issue, they're talking about the children in cages. And he said that uh, we in the Democratic Party don't talk a lot about religion um, as much for good reasons because they 
promote separation of church and state. But they said that for the party, the Republicans typically associate themselves like as the party of God or whatever. And, right. he, and he said that with the way these children are being treated and um, if they are to think that God would be smiling upon that, they can't use religion ever again, like in their campaign. Wow. And I thought that was a hard mic that drop. That kind of gave me like chills. Yeah, a honestly. hard mic drop. And you, I, mean, I guess you don't really think about that. I mean, and I'm not too versed in religion, but I mean, for, for what I know about Jesus and God is that they're forgiving and that they're, they're, you know, good people. Like, I don't think they, they would probably want children wouldn't put in children in cages that <laughs> yeah. have been soiled, soiled themselves for with weeks. no soap and, or beds or anything. Toothbrushes. Yeah. And they're in private detention centers. And then well, one more thing before we go to the next question, I feel like we're, we're at the debate. One more thing. I got to get my word in and got to get my word in. Uh, but Marion, <laughs> don't make me buzz you. Steven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we all your time, sir. Yeah. We, we have like a trap <laughs> door. I fall down. Sir, sir, oh, sir, we, sir, have, sir. we have to go to a break. We have sir, to go to a break. Sir, break we're way break, past commercial. Break. Okay. But okay. Three more things. I have three things. Sorry. We'll see now that y'all have said, I said trapdoor, so my mind got going. So first thing, Marianne Williams, Marianne Williamson said that the way these children are being treated is state sponsored kidnapping and child abuse. Hundred percent agree with that. I that agree. was a very good soundbite. Um, and then another thing that I wish that would happen with like the where the candidates go over those lights aren't effective. Why don't they just cut their mics? Because like with us, it's just easy as turning a knob. You yeah. can't hear them. I mean, or I, you could slime them. You don't think NBC <laughs> wants us to be talking about that? I mean, that's what yeah, I, they like, want us to be like. Well, for me, being like the I love organization, I, I would do that. And then for the second offense, they get slimed like on Nickelodeon. Oh, slime would be fun. Ooh. Yeah. I would do like that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. you. Oh, oh, you know, they should have like a kid spot where kids ask questions. Like, and like, honestly, they'd be <laughs> could like, you imagine Bernie Sanders getting slimed? That would be so funny. Sorry. Okay. It'd be good. Th- was that three? That was I think three. that was two. No, that was three. It was uh, Marianne Williamson. Oh, okay. Yeah, then, that was yeah, three. And then this, uh, well, the, the, the slime, comma, the mic. That was two separate things. Okay, three things. great. So um, unanimous Kamala Harris, Kamala basically. Kamala yeah. So the next question is, which candidate or candidates do you think lost? Night two. Uh, for me, hands down, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. And I could not be happier. Really? He, for lack of better words, he got his ass handed to him. Mm. It was it was worse than Beto's beating the previous night. It was worse night. than Beto's. Uh, it was worse, way worse. And why do you think that was? Because do you think Biden just thought he Biden, was number one and so he didn't have he to did, study or what? If, if, I had, if I had to drink every time NBC called him the front runner, I, I would have been drunk in like, 15 minutes. They're like the front runner, Joe Biden, the front runner, Joe Biden. And then it was, it was a lot. And, um, so, so maybe he got cocky. Well, but yeah, because he is a scrappy guy. Uh, but the thing is, is that he kept on emphasizing about his time during the Obama administration. And while yes, I, I will, I will openly say that Obama is better than what we have now. Um, a lot of what the Obama administration did was really not that progressive, like not a whole lot. They kind of piggybacked off of the previous a little bit in some cases yes um i'll go ahead on i was just gonna say biden just didn't seem prepared for very easy question or very easy like he is the front runner like uh, clearly the front runner he should know that he's going to be attacked on a 10 person debate stage and he should be prepared for all of the attacks he didn't have it was like uh i think i saw from 538 but he was questioned about his vote for the iraq war you Mm -hmm. know and how he thought about it now and he he, he wouldn't and he wouldn't apologize for it you know or like he wouldn't you know say like you know 
know, do anything about Admit it. Admit defeat, kind of. But he didn't have, like, really a good answer for it at all. And uh, the 538, they're like, he should have had a good answer when he ran in 07, you know, right. like, for and, that question. Yeah. And yeah. So, the thing is, is, what, is, what I can't stand is everybody talks about, like, just hypothetically, like, the progressive candidates like Bernie Sanders, Pete Buttigieg, like, people like them, their electability. And they're like, oh, we should go with Joe Biden. Well, first off, it didn't work in 2000 with Al Gore. It didn't work in 2004 with John Kerry. It didn't work in 2008 when Joe Biden ran for president. And it didn't work in 1988 when Joe Biden ran for president and didn't win a single contest. So that's just in terms of political history. There you go. Um, Love it. But I also liked the, because they had a few questions where the candidates would raise their hands, like we mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. And Joe Biden would always like survey the area. And And then raise his hand. Right, because oh, you knew he was a cheater. Because he was you, cheating. Because, because you knew there were some things on there that he didn't actually Agree support. But he was like, there is yeah. one where yeah. it was, uh, is it a civil or criminal? Um, that was uh, a good question. Uh, prosecution if someone crosses the border illegally, and so, and I think almost every candidate besides Biden, like you know, raise, he does it half, and so then the, the uh, moderator calls him for in for a question, and then he's like, oh, so did you raise your hand also? And then just Biden walked around the whole thing. He didn't answer if he supported it or not, and I was like, I was Ooh. like, that doesn't look like you didn't trick anyone like yeah, yeah this was yeah this is on national tv everybody's watching you pal yeah like, like it's like we could see your hand going slowly like it's like it's like always half and then if everyone he's like okay i'm gonna finish this action I'm otherwise gonna he's gonna this. act like he was gonna go for a question or something like right. that i don't know yeah um so, so, so I would say for sure Joe Biden lost that debate. I don't know about what you would think. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I think uh, Marion Williamson also went pretty down in my book. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't really have a much of an opinion on her in the first place, but. <laughs> but pretty bad. But what uh, about your fringe candidate, Andrew Yang? How'd he do? Uh, low energy Yang, I think is. Low uh, energy I, Yang. I think he had the least words spoken last night. And he night. didn't wear a tie. Interesting choice. Mm. Bold choice. Uh, no. Very bold for the first debate. <laughs> uh, I thought when he spoke, it was uh, pretty good. But my big problem with Yang, and as it goes with his uh, UBI, where he mentions that he wants to give every adult over 18 $1,000 a month. Yeah. Uh, he really hasn't explained how that would work at all. Or, or how, where the money comes yeah, from. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you, you, tril- like, billion, he doesn't want to say that you lose, you lose all your welfare programs doing that, or that's what usually is done with that. But... So, I mean, he kind of walked around it, but his other stuff about, like, uh, China, like, being a threat for, like, intellectual property and stuff like that mm-hmm. is all fine. That was good. Yeah, I did like his answer there. But, uh, I mean, I thought I thought Yang was okay, but definitely not, like, a big standout or anything like okay. that. So I, he's just kind of in the middle. I think Yang does a lot better when it's just him because I've listened to him on, like, two or three podcasts for, like, an hour apiece. He's a very intelligent man, but I just don't think it, just his political inexperience is just not his yeah, arena. Yeah, and that, I mean... He, when stuff like that happens too, it's just hard because he can be really intelligent and know what he's talking about. But if he can't portray that in big debates like this, then he's not going to have a chance. He, point. He, he did also though do a good selling point on why he could beat Donald Trump and oh, that yeah? he definitely would get more of like the uh, like libertarian uh, oh, yeah. vote because he's definitely and like, uh, and even some conservatives that might be more on like, you know, fiscal conservability, like mm-hmm. on him or well, depending on how he wants to pay for the thousand dollars. Right. <laughs> depending on where that money yeah. is coming from. Depending <laughs> what he rips away or whatever, you yeah. know. <laughs> it's all from the gun buyback program. He'll, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll, so the government will show up. They'll get the assault rifles. They'll they'll melt them down. Sell them as raw materials. Boom. There you go. There's your thousand dollars for every American citizen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So I think it's just kind of a standstill for me on how I felt about that. Okay. Cool. 
which candidate surprised you the most? I think I think I answered the last one first, so I'll let you have this one. Uh, surprise from last night. Um, I mean, I feel like there in my mind there's like a less upward movement. I guess really Harris, you know, like I really uh, came in kind of like not really being a fan of hers, you know, just the prosecution background right. and stuff like that. But she really, I think, sold herself well. Uh, and I mean. I mean, I, yeah, that's kind of what I have on that. <laughs> yeah, for me, um, so I already mentioned how I think Kamala won the debate, um, but I think who surprised me the most was Marianne Williamson, and because I didn't know a lot about how her. How bad she was no, or how no, good she was? No, she is nuts. Like, oh, a psycho. Uh, what, like, I, I am not Great. one. Uh, um, as somebody who is an advocate for mental health and stuff like that, I don't like using the word crazy like because it's got a bad connotation. Well, and you're going to be a counselor, so you're not really supposed to use that. Her ideas are crazy. Like, really, give me, um, give me, and the listeners. As as Alan and I learned today, she's a best-selling author. Well, we knew that, but we didn't know in what category. So she's a four times New York best-selling author in the how-to advice and miscellaneous category. (laughs) So four (laughs) of her thirteen books in that category. Like that just sounds like the most random, the miscellaneous. Like that's. Whatever. It's miscellaneous. Uh, also, Can we try miscellaneous? Whatever. Miscellaneous, miscellaneous, whatever. <laughs> Both. Okay. I, I mean, also, yeah, I wouldn't say that she, she definitely just sounded kind of like a new age hippie. Like, I wouldn't say crazy. I wouldn't say crazy at all or anything but like that. It's just like, it's like, how dangerous does the new age hippie stuff go or whatever? You right. Know? Yeah. And now I think that uh, um, some people have like dug into her past like tweets and it's like, everybody needs to be rebirthed at least once. Like, it's like very. For- she had a tweet from 2017. Yeah. I think it was like, if you want to know what's going on in America right now, watch Avatar again. Yeah. Oh, I love Avatar. Yeah. Well, now you know what's going on in America, don't you? <laughs> yeah, what I think do. about it. Yeah, I do. I hear you. Yeah. So like, and, and she mentioned uh, um, New Zealand like four times during the debate and she made a really good Kinda sound. Kind of random. She, yeah. she mentioned it once. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, how many times does New Zealand get mentioned in a presidential debate right. in, in America? Yeah. She, was like, when she was like, when I was on a call with the, uh, president of New Zealand. But I did like this. She goes, uh, or maybe it was a prime minister or something, but it was like, yeah. oh, New Zealand is like the best place to raise a child in. And she's like, no. She's like, I want to make America the best place to raise a child. And which, I was, like, which was good. Okay. That's admirable. I think that's like a good sentiment. You okay. know, like it feels a lot more real than like what you hear out of a lot of candidates. You know, I guess yeah. that's why. You God know, bless the troops, says Joe Biden. And it was forced. Like not even like, an, not even like a, a legitimate. Isn't he a, he's an army man, isn't he? His son it was. His son was. Was, yeah. Oh, I thought, uh, I was, for sure maybe, I thought maybe he was. Maybe he was, the, I don't know. Uh, uh, but sure. but here's a Marianne Williamson tweet from yesterday. It said, I need to learn Spanish by tomorrow night at nine. Um, <laughs> and then. Um, okay, I like her. She's funny. Yeah. And then here is uh, uh, three days ago. It says, love is the answer. And that is as relevant to public policy as the personal behavior. Hashtag big truth. Big um, truth. Yeah. So. Um, she, she had a very confusing thing, though, that she was like, it doesn't, how are we going to be? Trump and she is like policy doesn't matter Trump didn't win on policy she and then she is like he won on fear but then she started talking about policy right after that it was very confused I was very confused it was the first time she spoke like and she didn't speak for like the first 30 minutes or something right. oh really right um, so she basically said at the end it was like what is going to be your top thing and she said the power of love so I put on Twitter uh, I said Marianne Williamson's plan to combat Trump's power of fear with the hit single from Huey Lewis in the news the power of love from back to the future is ambitious AF um, ambitious AF because she said that we needed to feed it with the power of love but 
Man, that was that was a trip. That was weird. Oh, boy, did you tell me this morning, like, her and Trump are going to fight on the astral plane? They're, they're going <laughs> to battle on the astral plane with oh, fear and love. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and then I think you said, like, their people were saying, make America New Zealand again, like, <laughs> stuff like that. It was, so, so uh, that's who surprised me the most, I, I, was Marianne Williamson. <laughs> I wish I lived in the parallel universe where somehow she won in 2016 instead of Trump, and then we live in this weird new age America yeah, that like we new- also aren't happy with, but it's more new agey <laughs> than, than locking pages. That we also are happy with like we're all walking around like naked and we have like spirit we're like she keeps, or something we like keep that. having to buy her books i don't know why <laughs> but alan this is all instead missing. of the, the, the bible yeah. it's like her books that the, everybody no, has to have we're in their buying, house we're buying love here <laughs> love but, Not, a, hey. but alan i want to know more about miscellaneous things so i think <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh gosh that's funny um so before i ask this next question i was just googling joe biden and the first thing that comes up when you Google Joe Biden is Kamala. Dang. Is that how you say her name? Kamala. You're close. Kam- Kamala. 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 It's like m- not as many. I'm putting more. What are those syllables or something? in Syllables. Anyways, the first thing that comes up when you do Joe Biden, it says Kamala Harris roast Joe Biden. So amazing. Can you guys just explain that to me so real quick? That's my-, my, my quick note is Kamala digs that Biden over race works. Works. Yeah, I love that. Because, I love that. Because Joe Biden was against uh, busing for public schools, and um, Kamala Harris, part of this really good personal story, um, that she was the second class of integrated schools in Berkeley, California, which is, is still so weird to me that segregation is, is that recent in the grand scheme of things. And that's yeah. just so obviously terrible. Um, and then busing was um, basically the practice, correct me if I'm wrong, Alan, where they would still try to segregate by doing like different buses for uh, African-Americans and white people. And right. if anybody's listening and I'm, I'm wrong, please correct me. Um, but Joe Biden was for the racist side of that argument, whichever side it may have been. And Kamala Harris just ripped Destroyed him apart. Destroyed him? Yeah. Um, and then another thing that- Did he have anything to rebuttal with it or he was just- He describe? just talked about- it, it was, he tried to argue the semantics that it was like, oh, it should be up to this, kind of like up to the states, you know, instead oh. of like the federal. Like that's been, uh, I think, on his position on that, and which is kind of weird because that's like really not how Democrats it, usually, or like sometimes it depends on the thing, but really that's usually, it's like, oh, if the state's being racist, we should probably it, stop and that. And especially a northerner. Yeah, that should probably not happen. He's from Pennsylvania. Like you would figure that he's would be on the right side of history there. Um, but the other really two things that Kamala said in that moment was, well, because typically northern states are more democratic. So that's- I, I always hear it's just very country between uh, Pittsburgh and uh, uh, Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. true, true. <laughs> okay, good point, good yeah. point. Uh, fair enough, I will concede that. Um, so- um, the two things Kamala said to Biden that I really, really liked um, was that the first one he said that they're talking about the uh, immigration debate and he, uh, they said that Joe, you know, I've agreed with a lot of things with the Obama administration, but you all deporting 3 million people more than anybody else. Uh, that's, and you, you can't turn around and say that you're for immigration. immigration. And right. that was, I was like, like, yeah, like that was, that was amazing. Um, and then the other thing, um, that she said was in regards to what Alan said, um, that the pro racist stance should be left up to the States. That's what Joe Biden said. And then, uh, Kamala said, well, what do you do when the States fail to do the right thing? And I thought that was Ooh, such a great soundbite because we all of course love States rights. Like, like of course, States, of course. States to an extent should have their own power, but if they are literally denying people services based on 
the color of their skin. Absolutely not. not cool. You shouldn't be allowed to do that. Uh-uh. No. So that was a really good thing that Kamala said. I I did, I, I loved it. I couldn't be. She also had one other uh, good remark before she went off. Kind of like I think it was before uh, the busing. Uh, she like opened. She's like or she's like Joe. She's like I don't think that you're a racist. But and then she like went on about it and. Uh, I heard like the observation of like just I, I don't think Joe Biden even wanted his name in the same sentence as racist. As racist, yeah, yeah and, and so, she didn't. And I, and she was the first one to go on attack against him. And and then more people I think started to, but she definitely she, she like, led the pack. Well, she like she knew the two issues that she was good against him on, and really he just wasn't prepared for either one. I thought. Well, and yeah. his vo- his record isn't really either. Well, yeah, and that's the other thing, and Kamala exploited that, and and I'm glad because so many of these. Uh, corporate Democrats, who I like to call them, they are auto, they're already sold on Joe Biden, just like they were with Hillary Clinton. But right. a lot of stuff in their past is not that good. No, and that's and that's something worth talking about. And that's sure. what I mentioned with electability. That's not always it's the way to go, especially when you have Bernie, who also has been, you know, just you know, been in like Congress. You know, he's a dinosaur politically too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he but is. his policies stand up so much better than Biden. Right. right. Yeah. So you can't even be like, oh, that was a long time ago, because it's like, well, Bernie's right here you yeah, know yeah, like yeah bernie <laughs> is still fighting for the future bernie literally got arrested in chicago in the 1960s for yeah. for protesting for civil rights right like he uh, whereas biden was probably you know saying hey have separate buses or whatever. <laughs> Don't drink out of my water fountain. Oh no! Yeah, and then also, well, in this state, it depends on the, uh, you know my the state. you know my state. We would never do that, but in your state, I guess it's I guess that's okay. <laughs> that's whatever. It. That's fair. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So on this side of the table, we are not going to have segregation, but some other table might. Might. So, maybe. Yeah. But we'll but just let them choose. We'll just that. let them choose because that's their right as Americans. If you're there, why <laughs> would you right. be there if you didn't like it? Come on. Come on, move. Yeah. It's. It's dumb. dumb. Oh, and then one more thing about Joe Biden, and then I'm done. I promise. Um, <laughs> he also referred to uh, certain African Americans uh, back in the 1970s as boy, and <gasps> that's super not cool. I, I just want to also bring that to light too, because that's incredibly racist. And uh, I, I wish Kamala would have brought that up too. But hey, Oof. but hey, two of the three, amazing. Fifteen out of ten for Kamala Harris. Uh, Fifteen, out, 15 of 10. out of ten. Yeah. Wow. Good job. Um, so my next question is, what was the best moment of debate sec- night two? Kamala ripping Biden a new one. Uh, yeah, that was probably the that's probably my favorite thing to see. I'm trying to see if anything else kind of stands out. I mean, I think Salwell like talking about the mandatory like that really hasn't been brought up before, like a mandatory buyback, and I don't think it's going to happen for a while. But I think it's important to like because he was making an emphasis like just assault rifles. You yeah. know, it's like what what do you need that otherwise for? You know, I know right. I'm he so said, confused he, why people have them. He said keep your pistols, your shotguns, and your rifles yeah. as the assault but, weapons. And yeah, I, I well, do, you should not need. You don't need something that can burst out. 60 yeah. to 100 bullets in a oh. in third, you know. Oh my gosh. 10 Sorry. I don't know why this made me think of the Midwest, but I have to go back to night one really quick because another really good soundbite was Amy Klobuchar said a lot of these people are, are all foam and no beer. Uh, he, she said, back home, we don't like all foam and no beer. So is that a Midwestern thing to say or is she just making that up? I think that's a thing. Okay. When I grew up, you don't want the foam. Yeah. It's kind of like such a Wisconsin nasty. thing to say. But like so. here, I feel like in the South, people are like, the foam makes means that it's good. Whoa, who's who are you hanging out? I don't yeah. know. I don't like the foam either. I don't Whoa. like the foam either. But it was. But a, that is a saying. I was I've just heard like, it. okay, good, okay, because I was like, I've never heard that. I was like, that's got to be some like. She's Wisconsin. from Minnesota, isn't she? She is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> I, I had to ask our resident Midwestern. Yes, so. yes, yes. It's something I've heard before. Okay, cool. 
that's all I have. Did we answer uh, the next uh, question? Oh, uh, uh, that was just what I was saying with uh, Solwell, or I was talking about the uh, the guy. Or the, that, yeah. I, I did like that point. Uh, I did like uh, Marion Williamson just kind of being out there weird, you know. I'll, I'll take that. You know, get a little weird. A, it's a just, little it's fun a, to it's watch. A, it's the first debate. You I mean, know? four hours too. You need somebody who's a little. That's a good. A little point. out there. And she didn't. Yeah, she definitely didn't like you know speak up too much or anything <laughs> like that. So you're like you're like okay, you know, let's, let's every thirty minutes let's check back in and go. All right, we've had enough dose of that. Let's go back. Let's go back over there. Sh- show Olivia your drawing of Joe Biden. Uh, uh, there was a moment last Clever. night. There was a moment last night where Bernie uh, was really getting into it, really throwing those hands out there. <laughs> and I think Biden thought he was about to get smacked. And there was like a quick moment where it was kind of like uh, that. And you just see Biden's moment for expression just kind of like jump up. He was like, oh. I, I finally watched that highlight today. I was like, this is exactly what Alan is talking about. He's like, Whoa. Is this going to be a gif? I hope so. <laughs> I. I'm not sure how like big of a thing. I just thought it was funny. It was funny, and yeah. And I just did a doodle of it. Yeah, that's funny. So you kind of, you guys kind of talked about this uh, earlier, but how was the moderating? Yeah. Uh, you know it. Yeah, I think I. I yeah, I, I think it was average. I I don't think it was disastrous or anything like that. I don't think like. The one word questions, I thought was kind of cheesy. Yeah. You know? Um, and they did the swooping camera angle for it, too. Yeah. <laughs> like Michael yeah. Bay. It was like a Michael Bay movie. <laughs> yeah. I definitely think the second night was a little more uh, frustrating with the moderators of like how much the candidates were just over talking. And it just didn't seem like the moderators, like they tried to stop, but like they didn't really have that much power. You yeah. know? Like uh, I think Gillibrand, she interrupted a l- or like she. Uh, I, didn't, I don't want to say, like, interrupted, but she interjected, you know? Because, yeah. like, she's definitely not pulling as high as other people. And you can definitely tell when, like, oh, I'm trying to put my policies out there. Right. And just, uh, at the, I don't know if it's really the moderation or the rules or something like that, but... It was just weird. Yeah. The questions were fine, except yeah. for the, the, the one, like, give me the one, and then no one says one word, you yeah. know? <laughs> no, it's always, like, ten words, a full sentence. Yeah. Um, going forward, which candidates do you think need to drop out of the race? So right now, not only do we have the 20 that debated, but we still had the five that didn't make it. Right. And then the two others that just joined. The so one other that just joined. Yeah. Joe something. It starts with an S. Like one other that just joined. Something like that. So 26 total is where we're still at. Nobody's dropped out officially. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, uh, so which candidates do you think should drop out? A lot of them. If I'm being honest, a lot of them just because they have no path forward. Okay, I think. let's change the question. How about? <laughs> I I would I could I could tell you some candidates. Okay, tell us. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, if you have a list, tell you us. Know, I mean, I think uh, I think John John. I mean, I say I guess they're all going to about be in the next debate, so that we'll probably see one more round of them. You of know? all so, of them, so it seems kind of odd to be like, yeah, we'll quit now. But here's ones that quit like now. let's say let's say uh, have a major uphill struggle. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I would say Tim Ryan. Kay. He didn't really stun that first night, and he wasn't pulling well. Uh, see here. Out of the first night, uh, I mean, Gabbard, she had a couple good moments. We'll see. I'm not sure how she's polling after or anything yeah. like that, but, uh, she maybe could improve this next month, but definitely, uh, it's going to be hard. She, and she has an odd, she mentions this, but she has an odd background that she like, uh, used to be against LGBT or, uh, because she raised in a conservative family and stuff. Okay. And she says, she I, has apologized for it since. Yeah. And well, that's she, good. And she has like, you know, uh, and yeah, she doesn't agree, you know, think that anymore and stuff and That's so that nice. does people do i think grow out you know yeah it's they like, grow up and they change for sure right right uh but it is just kind of a hard like i feel like that's something you could get attacked for still later right. on yeah somebody um, will pull up your tweets yeah <laughs> true just like marianne williamson <laughs> uh john delaney 
Uh, yeah. He just kind of looked like a sad man. And <laughs> Alan, he's $17 million in debt. In debt. From this campaign. I'm not making that up. That's like a I legit knew, statistic. I knew he donated yeah. $11 million to his own. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's because he's $17 million. I didn't know it was all in debt. In the hole. Yeah, in oh. the hole. <laughs> yeah. That's mm-hmm. from the FEC and everything. Like, that's Never mind, some, dude. Like, no, you, no, take more people's money. Take all of it. <laughs> yeah, he might need to stay in as long as possible get as much money as possible because that guy, he's poor. He, maybe uh, he needs to make like a Patreon or something. Like. Mm-hmm. So that was the first night. And then uh, Marion Williamson, you know. I mean, stay in one more because we got to get a couple more sound bites. A couple more but giggles. But stay, stay on Twitter. Stay on Twitter. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Stay, stay politically active. I'm going to go follow her now. She has 2.4 million followers. Holy cow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, she's done other, like, uh, I think she's helped with, like, nonprofits or, like, setting up organizations and stuff. So, if, I mean, she keeps doing that and, you know. Being I, a good person. I, yeah, she keeps being a good person. You know what? Keep being kind of a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hick and Looper, get out. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hick and Looper. Bennett, probably. I can't too. imagine. Yeah. It's just, I know it's your first, it's like the opening debate since the Democrats, but like you can't be going that hard against socialism, even if like, like he, every moment was just like, socialist is gonna de- socialism is going to destroy us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise. Michael Bennett and, and even Eric Sowell. Like, I think, like, all the one, like, especially the second night, the main candidates, they really didn't get almost any time, you know? Right. Uh, and so I definitely think, I think the front runners, none of them did bad enough to really need the drop. To really I agree. Well, except maybe Biden, but that's also a personal vendetta. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, who individually would you say the four front runners are? Yeah, I just chose four because like my idea was to pick two from each night, but that's just how oh. I view, how I viewed it. Yeah, that's okay. why because four is kind of a random number for, for things like this. Um, so I would say, in no order, I would say the front runners are Bernie Sanders, Kamala Harris, um, and then I would even say, oh, oh, no, I, I would say Elizabeth Warren, and then the fourth one for, to me is kind of hard. Um, it's between for me, it's between Biden and Buttigieg, but I would say Biden is. is that- on there. So we're just saying who we think the uh, public uh, thinks as the front runners coming out of all this. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'd say, I'd say Biden, Sanders, Warren, Harris. Okay. I, I think, I think Harris, okay. I think Harris will definitely, I think she's going to gain a lot. She's going to emerge. I agree. I think so too. Yeah. I've already just from today and today's Friday and the, the, her debate was yesterday. Their things were just yesterday. Less I've than 24 heard hours. so much about her yeah. and so no, much she positive. Did. She did very good. I haven't good. seen one bad thing on the internet about her today. Yeah. Which is kind and of crazy. I've seen a lot about Biden. I, a mean, lot of bad things I guess about people them. really don't like Biden. So that really. Maybe, <laughs> but the yeah. thing is, is like they had that like really weird college panel beforehand and not one of them said that they supported Joe Biden. I think Joe Biden is a, he, he's a very much a has been. I, I don't know a lot of people our age who's supporting Joe Biden. Yeah. And if you are, that's okay. Like we're not here to judge you, but it's just like, I'm just, it just saying hasn't I have known. Right, right. Right. Yeah. So which candidate has the best chance of beating Trump? <sighs> After the first debates. The Democrats are going to have to go with the progressive. This is something that I have been saying for a very long time. That's why Hillary Clinton lost. That's why John Kerry lost. That's why we, we can go on and on and on because the, Demo- the the centrist Democratic Party is not different enough to beat Donald Trump. And the reason why I'm saying that is because love Donald Trump or hate Donald Trump, he was different than every other Republican running in that race. Right. And uh, to his credit, he did do a great job at bringing that up, saying, you know, I'm a political outsider. Like, I've... 
I'm saying things that nobody else is brave enough to say. Now, while, of course, we don't agree with that, he, he's 100% correct. Everybody, oh, yeah. else, everybody else was saying the same stuff we heard from, like, John McCain, from Mitt Romney, like, trying to be, like, more centrist Republicans. Uh, but then John, uh, not John, sorry, but then Donald Trump comes out, and it's totally different. So I think Hillary- He just spoke the truth, I mean. Or what people perceive what, as the truth. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah 100%. To so, people, that's right. Um, so I think it's going to have to be a progressive. Now, um, I right now would have to say Bernie Sanders has the best chance of beating Trump, but that's only because uh, as of earlier this week, he's doing the best against him in the polls. Now, of course, that might have changed following right. the previous we haven't few seen, nights. We right. haven't seen those um, numbers yet. So uh, I'm big on Harris. Yeah. I'm big on Harris that I think that uh, she definitely, I mean, I know it's awful to say, but like, I mean, it's like she definitely will get like, uh, she'll get like a lot of support from like a, the uh, Democratic base. Like, I think yeah. she'll energize really well, you know, oh, like for sure. obviously from those last 24 hours, it's worked out pretty well. Like, you know, definitely. She, I mean, she plugged her website, the only candidate to do that. <laughs> KamalaHarris.org. <laughs> yep. I remembered it. Yeah. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah. Uh, it is, yeah. Uh, well, I was what five thirty eight. They said, well, "Who was that hurts your Google search trend?" That's what everyone really cares about. <laughs> right. If you just go directly to the website, it's the, it's the almighty algorithm <laughs> that we need. Um, but yeah, I actually think that uh, she probably has the best chance. She's young. I think age is going to be a big, I, a big negative against Bernie. And like, yeah. I'm a big Bernie fan, right. but like, that's why I'm not. Fully behind him is his age, and, and, and that's why I want. He could die in office. <laughs> I, well, yeah. he's going to be like seven years older than like the the national, oldest Trump, the and, oldest well, like no, like the average uh, but, male in America. Oh like, wow! Yeah, and um, and, and that's why I wanted. Uh, whenever I said burning, that's why I prefaced like based on the polling data we had from earlier this week. Yeah, we know. Um, yeah, um, and then but I do also want to say uh, Trump is the oldest president we've ever had elected, mm-hmm. um, but uh, be, surpassing Ronald Reagan and Hillary Clinton would have either been the second or the third oldest. I want to say second. Um, and, right. and I am 110% with Alan. We need somebody younger. And then uh, that's why we keep on talking about Kevin Stitt on the show. Like he, he actually has not done wow, that Kevin bad. has done a great and, job. And, and, and hey, e- Kevin. E- even with him being a oh, <laughs> personal listener, I yeah, like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be cool. But even with him <laughs> being a Republican, uh, he is socially more on our, I mean, I'm not revealing our political you know standpoints, but we, but we are pretty socially like accepting of a lot of things. And so is Kevin Stitt because mm-hmm. he's part of Gen X. So, I think the more people who are at least our parents' age, like part of that generation X and not baby boomers, I'm with Alan, somebody in that group I think should take office. So I'd say hopefully 45 or under. I would, I, I would argue. I think uh, they were saying, too, for uh, Democrats or, like, half the people voting are going to be millennials now for this Good. upcoming right. election. which so, will help out Buttigieg a lot. And so, well, and that's why you'll see, I think, a lot of these uh, candidates trying to do a lot more sound bites. Like, some, like, do really well, like, you know, yeah. social media and stuff. And for so, sure. Pokemon go to the polls. I wanted to kill myself whenever she said <laughs> that. Like, it was, oh, you clipped for the first time. Oh, no. Me? Yeah, you did so good. <sighs> that's so annoying. Dang. Oh, well. Hey, we made I it to almost laughed. the end. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> oh well. Blake can fix it. Sorry, Blake. <laughs> Again. God. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Any, any last remarks, gentlemen? Uh, okay. In, okay. Uh, in one word, who do you think? I'm just kidding. We're not going to do like that in the telephoto thing. Um, I don't have any last remarks, but I do think this is going to be a very interesting election um, because we, uh, uh, like, like me being like the political like nerd I am, I'm, I'm typically pretty well versed in this stuff. Um, it's, the Democrats really have a chance here like they did have in 2016. I'm not saying Bernie's necessarily the right guy, but just statistically speaking, the younger people do want that more progressive base. And I they, think that what the Democrats have to do in order to win this mm-hmm. election is 
the people that are behind their candidate right now, yes. when their candidate drops out, that candidate needs to funnel into another candidate. Yeah. And then so on and so forth until you have a whole party that is behind one person that everyone will and, vote for. And, and I think if they do the funnel effect like that, then they have a chance. And I'm 100% with you, but that funnel has to go to progressivism, not because 100%. that's necessarily what I agree with, but it is, um, but it is just like I said, statistically speaking, that is what the younger what base What 2019 wants. is right now. I would mm-hmm. say the the most important thing is a candidate who is believable or uh, like who yeah. you can connect 100%. with. I don't think people connected uh, with Hillary, you know, no. and, and so, and that's why. Especially our age. She struggled so hard with that. And For so, sure. And so I think you have to have someone who will drag people out to the polls, you know, yeah. so people like you can't, you have to be energized, you know, I think that at this point, and I think a lot of people are ready to, because a lot of people don't like Trump. So you got to have that right candidate like i don't think no one's going to be happy to go to the polls for a biden you know like it's like like, it's like yes you'll pokemon Uh, go to the polls for biden but you'll be excited for literally anybody else essentially (laughs) 100 yeah yeah, it's like i would i would do my duty i i mean i would i'd go to the polls i'd biden i'd pick pick him but uh biden but you know uh i think that i don't think a lot of people would so i think uh you really need someone who energizes the base but i also want to say one thing from about the debates is a positive thing is i think uh, a lot of the policies were very close i think a lot of candidates had like and overall the policies are all you know much more progressive than what we're seeing out of the white house today and Mm -hmm. so and I think that even the push to more progressive policies has affected all the candidates. You know, even the more moderate ones I have agree. had to have bring in well, more of those. That was like Hickenlooper. He said, like, because he, he is a moderate guy, but he said Colorado was the first state to do basically universal health care to legalize marijuana. He said, even though, like, it's a purple state, we still got it done. So even somebody who is more down the middle was, you're right, talked about the progressive More progressive stuff. stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. his, I mean, while I, I, yeah, like his thing was like, he's like, I've been a governor and, you know, I don't like socialism. He's like, but I've enacted a lot of liberal policies, you right. know? And yeah, you're, yeah, like, yeah. you're like, yeah, that, that makes sense. He does have the best logo though. Have, have you looked at all the campaign logos? <laughs> uh, no. Okay, hang on really quick. Yeah. Um, oh, shoot. Uh, can you go to our tab page over there, please? Thanks. Uh I do want Alan's opinion as a graphic designer. Uh, can you go to search uh, Wikipedia? Yes. Uh, for the record, I'm not a graphic designer. Well, he, well <laughs> for the record. Well, he has, like, Alan is very much an artist. He's very talented. Okay, so we're going to scroll through really quickly all of the the, the, the logos. All right, I, I B- want your- Bennett, Bennett, 7 out of 10. Okay. Biden, uh, 6 out of 10. Corey, uh, 4 out of 10. <laughs> I Bull, agree. Bullock, uh, three, 5 out of 10. Okay. Uh, Pete- that's a football logo, or, or that's <laughs> a baseball yeah. logo. Yeah, yeah, uh, let's, yeah. give, let's give it an, an eight. Okay, uh, I like it. Uh, four for Castro. Yeah. but I do like. Uh, how yeah, he I should, does probably, the I should probably say their names. Yeah. <laughs> I do like the accent Julian put. Like you yeah. know, kind of. Yeah, yeah. The Blasio uh, two, ba- a two. It's bad. I could have done that in my sleeve. Uh, Del- uh, Delaney, four. do you work? Do you work for American Airlines? Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, yeah, what's coming out of that? D? That's really good. I don't know. What's com- that's what she said. Okay. Uh, this looks like the Olympics logo. You know, I, I give that I give that an eight. You okay. know, it's uh, simple. Yeah, you know, that's and who what are we I talking like. about? Uh, uh, oh, sorry, <laughs> Tulsi. <laughs> Tulsi. Uh, Gillibrand, uh, two out of ten. Also could have done that in my sleep. Gravel. What is this? Uh, that's like one out of ten. <laughs> it's very basic. Oh my god! There's something in the A. It's like a little American. Oh, I fish? thought that was your mouse. It looks like <laughs> oh, a fish. No. Go ahead and click on it really quick. We, we could, yeah, click um, on it. Um. It does look like a fish. But oh, it's, like, it's a flag. It's U.S. flag. Is it a waving flag? It's a waving yeah. flag. Okay. That's bad. I, yeah, yeah. They need to be fired. Uh, hit, hit the X up there. 
Oh, that, that works too. No worries. Okay. Um, this is Kamala's. Uh, I four three out of five. Four out of it's five. It's too busy. Too busy. Uh, ooh, I like Higginlooper. <laughs> I think so. It's very good. Uh, the, it, <laughs> it's, it, it really is. Uh, yeah, that, that's like a nine out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> and, Ansley's from Mars. I yeah, don't understand Ansley this. says like a five or something. <laughs> it's I don't like it. Uh uh Amy Klobuchar, that's like a two out of ten. Amy really let me down. With the logo or the Midwest? Like, we could have done oh. something. She could have done something, like, with Minnesota. Like, I, I either make it snowy yeah. or something. The, the, like, this the is Amy very boring. is supposed to kind of seem like hometown-y, but, like... Because it, it's like, green, yeah. Well, it's like, the font is like a Southern Living kind of font, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I don't, it kind of is. Not everybody's going to know that, though, so... Uh, who is... Wayne Messam, exactly. Uh, <laughs> we don't know who he is. He wasn't there. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, three out of ten. Okay. Uh, uh, seven out of ten. I okay. like his For, star. Uh, Seth uh, Moulton. Yeah, the star's good. Uh, Beto, uh, I give that an 8 out of 10. It's pretty good. good. Uh, Tim Ryan, uh, 3 out of 10. Kind of boring, you know. Bernie hasn't changed his since 1955. Uh, th th that's actually not true uh, because the <laughs> I in 2016 was a dot. Now it's a star. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. I thought you were, uh, wow, wow. Not wow, in tune. Yeah, wow. Yeah. wow. <laughs> uh, Bernie, uh, let's, do, let's do seven out of 10. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. It's uh, the, oh, the, here's the new guy, Joe Sestak. He doesn't, he doesn't have even logo. have a logo. <laughs> oh, that's bold. That's bold. Uh, Eric, uh, yeah, let's do four out of 10. It's like a military flag uh, rendition of <laughs> his name. Yeah. Uh, Warren, uh, I, six out of 10. I just don't feel like that's like for the Warren theater. Like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah true, true. Like, it doesn't, uh, yeah, Yale campaign to me. He, uh, she needed to add 2020 in there somewhere. Uh, Mary, oh, I like hers. I do that actually. Little 2020. That's I do nice. that actually like a nine out of 10. It's I, good. I really like that. Uh, and then Yang, I, I like Yang's as well. So also, I, Yang though kind of looks like. It, it, American Airlines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with like the flying, the, yeah, like, the flying fin. little that thing. That was really good though. About uh, what's his name, John Delaney. That does look like an American Airlines <laughs> logo. It really does. Uh, so, Alan, who would you say has the best logo? Uh, it's probably Higginlooper. Yeah, his like, is amazing. 100%. I love his logo. You guys this, need to go look up Higginlooper's logo. The mountains, indicative of Colorado. Very good. Fifteen out of ten. John, I think, give your graphic designer. Oh, race. He, he needs to give it's, all the campaign money a beautiful to the designer blue. and then drop yeah, out of the race. It's blue. very good. Okay, sorry. I just had to get Alan's opinion on that. Uh, so thank you all for listening. So we condensed four hours of a debate into one hour. So we saved you 75% of your time. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. welcome. Whoa. <laughs> High five. That was weird. You okay, guys see, get kickbacks from the time saved from the people? You get money. Oh, oh I cool. wish. That'd be nice. Oh, it give you Maybe a one day. It's a time buyback program. That's what we're running on. That's what we're running. So we mandatory. Are <laughs> mandatory time buyback is what we're running on. We're going to get rich off this. Yes, we, we something are. Something like Suckers. that. I mean, um, so we uh, we are going to be selling our new merchandise this week. You will be able to see the designs this week. Uh, as we release the episode, we're going to do a cute little photo shoot like we did last time. Woohoo! Uh, so we do have hats and shirts coming out. Um, so uh, uh, awesomely enough, Lydia designed the shirt and I designed the hat. Uh, oh, so yeah. they, um, they look very good. Um, each one's going to be $15 or you could buy both of them for, I think 27, whatever 10% off 30 is to save y'all some money. Uh, and thank you all so much for 500 likes on Facebook. That, That's so exciting. We, we hit, have 500 Alan. That's insane. Isn't that fun? Well, he's our executive producer. He, he did it. He did it. He did it. <gasps> 
Oh, that was close. Okay, good thing that's empty. Yeah. I willed that actually to not spill or to not uh, just go everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. you you use your Marianne Williamson astral plane. Love, love. It's love. It's called love. Tyler, it I'm yeah. not sure if you're familiar with it, but <laughs> it's love. I'm not. Just the Huey Lewis in the news song. So if you're listening and you haven't gone to our Facebook, please go give us a like and a follow. That would really um, make our whole days because we get excited every time we get on and one new person has liked <laughs> it's us. It's just a nice little serotonin boost. It, it really, really is. It, it really is. It reminds me of John. Stephen gets really pumped. Like. It, my messages blow up when more than one person likes it every day. He's well, like, 501, 502, well, but the reason, 503. But the reason why is because a lot of them is having people you know, and I don't know who they are. So I'm like, oh, this person liked, and you're like, oh, I know this person, and I don't. So I just get yeah. excited about it. Because so you're I, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, cool. So, but a lot of people recently have liked, I have no idea who they are. Oh, cool. Well, hey, welcome aboard. So, somebody uh, who I don't think either of us know, I think Mike knows him. He's, uh, the comments on our page saying that our show's title was a, is a dad joke. And I'm like, it kind of is. It kind so, of is. Welcome aboard. Like, happy to have you. We love dad um, jokes. And we are having our Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Tournament, which the uh, three of us are signed up for uh, currently. Oh, who's everyone's main? Like main play or like character. Oh, um, well, I really like Fox. Yeah, you did discover that last week. You like Ooh. Star Fox. Uh, Star Fox, yeah, sorry. Yeah, or it, it's either or. I, I call it Star Fox. Yeah, Star Fox. Whatever. Yeah. I'm Who's a, yours? I'm a Samus player. Oh. And I'm uh, I'm Duck Hunt. I'm my boy. I yeah, love Duck Steven Hunt. Yeah, is weirdly good with Duck Hunt. Yeah. Have you seen this, Alan? I mean, I, is Duck Hunt like a pro, like, character i don't know like jigglypuff or like melee is like the best character which really? is or ice climbers or something it's like weird characters yeah. like that so yeah. if, if someone told me duck hunt was op i'd be like yeah i buy it well duck no, hunt he, is op because when you get knocked off the map he flies for a long time to get back on the uh, map oh but good recovery good recovery. He, has, good recovery he has really duck hunt strengths is his recovery and his stage control other than he's not very good at direct attacks yeah so you have to be kind of strategic when you play duck hunt he's very a long he's like a long-winded he, 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 character he, he, like a, if he can outlast everybody else then he'll He's an, he's an in-game player. Yes. Um, now, um, I will say that he, in Super Smash Bros. 4 for Wii U, he was in the D tier. So he was actually one of the worst oh. characters. But mm. I am somehow weirdly uh, good with Duck Hunt. Right, so yes. you brought him up. You brought him up from the D tier. Good job. I mean, Yeah, probably too like I, the I still, I still didn't beat Blake. I mean, if I'm being honest, and no one's- But you were close. I was. That once. 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 But then, uh, poor Mike. I was never close. Oh, you beat Mike. I did beat Mike once. Yeah. But then Mike beat me the other two times, and I then, think. And then you also don't have the game, which I think you're going to get. Yeah, that's practice. that's on my list of things to do this week. Cool. All right. So nice. be sure to sign up. Uh, we'll we'll um, come at you live. Episode 38 is going to be next. Uh, we're bringing my dad on the show. Yeah, when is that? Week. Next week. Next week? Okay. Yeah, so we'll release this episode, then that episode, then we'll talk about your vacation. We'll be out for a week and things like that. Awesome. Um, so I'm yeah. Going to Disney World. Yeah, Lydia gave me yeah you, <laughs> yeah you you gave me the magic bracelet, so I guess I'm going too. Yeah, that's a I'm big oof. so excited. That wow. was wow. So Stevie's show in Orlando. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess hopefully get, I can get, get a new shirt so get, I can wear it there. Get Mickey yeah. on the mic. <gasps> oh, <laughs> hi guys. Yeah, something like that. <sighs> Just start recording. Mickey doesn't talk. Well, really. the, the one in Magic Kingdom does. He yeah, has a little it's really weird. thing. It's really weird. It is kind of weird. It that's really why freaks, you need it on the mic. It freaks me out. Get it on the mic. Get it on the mic. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, be sure to check us out on our website at thesteviashow.com or on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, all that fun stuff. The Stevie Show? The Stevie Show. Uh, but, Stevie Show. But for now, this is Steven. Wait, I'm not what? ready. You're not? What do you want to talk about? I wanted to thank Alan to be on for being on the show today. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> I right, now Alan. feel very appreciated. I kind of felt like I was what? just getting used for my time beforehand. Right, yes, so, for sure. You know, like, this I, was a wonderful experience. <sighs> thank glad. you so much for having me on. Yes, of course, anytime. You can come anytime. Alan, if you want to... <laughs> Take no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I literally said he's the reason why we got to 500 likes. I said that he I know, does all but the you work didn't around thank here. Him for yes, coming. I did. I thought okay, I thanked him for his hard work on the show and that. 
Whatever. I'm just saying I went up to you. Yeah, you Alan didn't. and I are now BFFs. <laughs> Alan, I'll buy your coffee next week. So. Oh, winning. You can't, you can't buy me with money. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What oh kind of cap? Wow. Love. Yeah, ex- love. Oh love. my gosh. Love. Wow. <laughs> I'm using the power of fear, I guess. All these years down the drain now, Tyler. Yeah, over one Sorry, podcast. Over- wow. Ouch. The sad thing is y'all are actually making me feel really bad. And I know you're kidding. Are so. we rustling your jimmies? <laughs> You had to get it one it time looks this episode. Like we we're rustling your Damn jimmies. it. You, oh, is that the is that yeah. the word of the uh, of the episode? Rustling yeah. Steven's jimmies. Yeah, you did. Deep press. Okay. Well, but for now. Oh, shut up. Okay. I'm just I'm uh, I know. Ready? But for now. But for now, this is Steven. This is Alan. And this is Lydia. And we'll see you all later. Bye.